Hey everyone, and thanks for finding Bebop Banter, the internet's premier anime podcast. My name is Wes. I'm Demetrius. And I'm Saeed. And join us as we talk about anime, manga, video games, and pretty much everything in between. And no matter what the episode's content, we promise that you'll have a good time hanging out with us. Without further ado, here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Bebop Banter, the internet's premier anime podcast. My name is Wes, a guy that is going to regret eating 12 ghost pepper wings right before this recording, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Demetrius. What it do, didgeridoo? And Saeed. Extra, extra, read all about it. Dog, I was kind of expecting Saeed to make didgeridoo noises after uh, Demetrius said that. <laughs> Just be like, bro, we're, 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 but, but hey, 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 that was still good. That was still good. Anyways, I just have extra gum in front of me. So that's why I was like, I was just looking at it. <laughs> you were doing oh, that. You were trying to figure out gum. what to say. Oh, yeah. okay. I gotcha. Dog. He was trying to figure out yeah. what to say. Like how, uh, Kishi just came up with random characters, names by seeing stuff on his desk, bro. That's all it was. <laughs> That's all it was. And that actually goes pretty nicely into our uh, topic for the day. But before we hit the topic, thank you again to everybody that has listened, that is listening, that hopefully will continue to listen. We've seen some pretty pretty solid growth the last few podcast episodes, gotten some new follows and stuff. We love the interaction, so thank you all again. Um, but all that aside, Kishimoto, he... He did what series again, guys? What series did good old Kishi do? Boruto's dad. Boruto's dad, he said. (laughs) Boruto's dad, true? Yeah, 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 yeah. True, 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 100%. Um, Well, people, and we talked about it in our Naruto episode, a lot of people out there say that he he stole from a certain, well, not stole from, he he heavily took inspiration from another another mangaka. He copied copied the homework, he changed it just a little bit, of another mangaka. Uh, so, today we will be talking about that mangaka, the famous, or infamous, depending on uh, your stance on things, Mr. Yoshihiro Togashi, and his his works. Now, there is he has three pretty prominent series, or three series, but only two of them are really prominent, and we've really only paid attention to two of them. So, we're going to give you guys a little history, uh, really short on who Yoshihiro Togashi is, why he's famous slash infamous. Then we're going to hop into his first notable work in this episode, Yu Yu Hakusho. And then, you know, next episode, we're going to we're gonna switch it up, go to his uh, more recent work, Hunter Hunter, which, can we just take a more minute? Hiatus, air hiatus. <laughs> yeah. hiatus, hiatus, bro. Uh, can we take a moment to realize, everybody, that we are living through history right now. Because Mr. Yoshihiro Togashi is known for taking these hiatuses. And the last chapter of Hunter x Hunter, even though we're talking about it next episode, I thought I'd bring it up this week. Uh, the last chapter was released in January of 2019. So we are in the current longest hiatus for Hunter x Hunter. So Mm-mm-mm. we're doing it, guys. Mm-mm-mm. We're doing it. 
But uh, let's just jump right into a little bit of Togashi here before we start with the fun stuff. Especially because if you've listened to our previous podcasts, especially our anime opinion ones, go check them out. Um, Yu Yu Hakusho is one of, if not Demetrius's favorite anime series. Yup, it is. And so we so we got a lot to say. We got a lot to say. So a little bit on Togashi, real quick. Um, he was born in 1966, April 27, 1966. Shout out to the boy. Uh, drew manga at an early age. Attended college, and while he was doing that and kind of drawing manga, Shueisha recognized. Uh, that he was kind of talented enough to front a series. His most popular series being Yu Yu Hakusho and Hunter Hunter. But in between writing those two, uh, he did write one that was called Level E, which did get like a 13-episode anime, kind of about how this alien comes down to Earth. Um, he's being hunted by other aliens, but he uses his um, he uses kind of his wits to outsmart them and prevent warfare um lilo and stitch yeah yeah kind of <laughs> like lilo basically. and stitch bro did disney did disney yeet him too like they did with kimba <laughs> he was like disney just <laughs> out here stealing mm-hmm. the mouse bro the mouse uh, so if you don't believe us that togashi is is pretty skilled he won the tezuka award in 1986 with the Yu Yu uh, i believe with the Yu Yu show and i say i believe because i don't know the year Yu Yu Hakusho came out, but the Tezuka Award is an award given to best new manga author slash artist. So he won that award. It's a pretty good honor, yeah. Which is very high honor. It's named after our boy uh, Osamu Tezuka, the godfather of anime and manga. Um, interestingly enough, while this man is known for Yu Yu Hakusho and Hunter Hunter, in the West, you could almost maybe say that his wife is more popular because his wife... Mm-hmm is Naoko Takeuchi, and Demetrius, what, what series is she known for? Sailor Moon. Yo, the one Sailor Moon. Imagine having a... Imagine you're a successful mangaka who has not only written Yu Yu Hakusho and is currently, air quotes, writing Hunter Hunter, but you're also married to the person in who's responsible for Sailor Moon. How crazy is that? What a power couple. What a power mm-hmm. couple. Big power. But... But that's a little bit on our boy Yoshihiro Togashi. Uh, infamous, to, to wrap this up, he's infamous for his hiatuses, which we kind of hinted at um, a few minutes ago by saying this is the longest hiatus that he's ever had for Hunter Hunter. But we'll talk about that in the Hunter Hunter episode. Because right now, we are going to be speaking on Yu Yu Hakusho. So, dear listeners, if you've been with us for a while, you'll know that a few... I almost said a few episodes ago. A lot of a few episodes ago. We did two episodes on kind of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball Super. Where we took a kind of loose approach, especially when compared to our big three series where we really broke down like kind of some of the storytelling aspects. Go check out our big three uh, series. Things we liked, things we didn't like, things that maybe some people might not have noticed. Uh, in a in a more loose way in this Dragon Ball series, we kind of went chronologically arc by arc, and really just took more of an opinionated instead of as a more researched uh, approach. You know, we weren't looking at uh, transcripts of interviews or dates that it took to get published or stuff within the the publishing companies. No, 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 no. So it's been a while since we've done a little fly by the seat of your pants episodes like that. So we're gonna do that for Yu Yu Hakusho and Hunter Hunter. So, again, we're going to be going 
kind of not arc by arc but saga by saga because Yu Yu Hakusho especially has kind of four sagas um and i believe demetrius oh, didn't you do did you say four? didn't you do did you say four four, mm, four, four. Oh, okay look at that four hmm four hmm hmm hmm, hmm. but sounds um, like a four-man crew almost Ooh. uh but for for the future uh we don't really post a lot of stuff Ooh. ooh. Um, Are there we didn't. Games? We don't really. We didn't really Never post mind. a lot of Let's stuff go. on our website. We don't really post a lot of stuff on our website. But once we get to the Hunter Hunter section, if you want to prime yourself for that too, Demetrius did an arc by arc on Hunter Hunter that is on the website. That's also very good. Um, oh yeah. So check that, that out. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Back when we used to post on that website before Viz started coming after us. Yeah. Because but, I was um, predicting the future. Because <laughs> Saeed was. Little, he was. They got a little psychic. frustrated. That psychic type energy, but we're about to hop in. It's been too long since uh, I've said we're gonna hop in. Please note there are going to be spoilers. This is not spoiler free. Yeah, we're not, we're not holding back our Rayatsu or hockey or chakra. Mm-hmm. This is that's another way. Word. That's None another way. Powers. This is different. This is another way. This is different than our big three series. Is this is straight up spoilers? Yu Hakusho is not new. Um, Hunter Hunter is not new. So, for the people that haven't seen any of them, just know, fast-forwarding to the conclusion right now, check them out. They're really, really good. Thank you for listening if you're about to tune off because you don't want to hear spoilers. But for the people that want to stick around, let's hop right in with the first of the Yu Yu Hakusho saga, the Spirit Detective saga. And I'm just going to throw it out there because my mouth is kind of on fire right now. To whoever wants to talk about (laughs) whatever they want to talk about with the Spirit Detective saga while I have a little bit of a drink. Let's go. What series have you ever watched especially anime where the character dies in the first episode dies zombie land saga well okay zombie land saga but <laughs> it's not an anime <laughs> that's, that's it. it is it is it is but never mind zombie land saga is an anime yeah zombie land saga the anime one about the idols no not oh, zombie land oh, saga oh okay okay um gotcha is it zombie land saga Anyway, anyways, the first the main character dies in the first episode, and then after that, it's just a roller coaster ride of getting to know the world outside of the human world, and really like a quest to come back to life. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of what made it stand out for me from the jump, aside from the killer soundtrack. Mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, also, uh, we watched it in English. Put a pin in that. This is... I have not watched it in Japanese all the way through. I watched the English dub. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. I've seen the English surprise. dub two or three times To the times surprise of everyone. Through. And, uh, well, this... And this may be a future podcast topic, but this was like the golden age of dubs, where the dubs, like mm-hmm. the voice actors, the English voice actors, were really hungry for uh, recognition and... You know, finding their way along the ride, so it just sounds different than you get the dubs like today. Yeah, now how it kind of sounds cheesy. How many yeah. characters out there in current English dubs sound like the boy Kuwabara? Right? Chris Sabat, man, he's everywhere. Mm-hmm. But he was really going in that one. Oh yeah, mm-hmm, a hundred percent. So we got Yusuke, who's voiced by uh, Justin Cook. Also really good. You may know him from like Raditz or Super Boo. That's Isn't him. Isn't he Kirishima too? 
Was he a Tog Gohan? No, that's Kyle Herbert. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know who Kurama and Hiei are, but I do know that Kuwabara is Chris Savat. There's only one mm-hmm. dude that can pull off that voice. <laughs> that Goldar um, sounding, muscle man sounding. Uh, who else is he <laughs> like? Yeah, like that cold, that weird mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> that Yajirobe sounding. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kuwabara's a goat. He I is. Kuwabara. Yeah, can we establish right off the bat? So there are four characters. There, I, I, there, there's a main cast of four. I want to say it's Yusuke, Kuwabara, Hiei, and Kurama. Who is everybody's favorite here? Oh, oh, it's hard. Jeez, I'm gonna have to say Yusuke. I'm not. You got Yusuke. Saeed, you cosplayed Yusuke. Remember that? Oh, I did. Oh, this is my one and only cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And you just look like a you just look like a dude from the '80s. People yeah, that's know basically. What's going on. Uh, Yusuke's fashion was just that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. A, it's one of the few few series where the characters regularly like change clothes. Mm-hmm. They got closets. Um, true, true. I I'd have to go with Yusuke. I have to. Dog, I'm on He's that one of my favorite characters. Right? When I had that uh, on my anime list and I was updating it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yusuke is on my favorite characters lists. Oh, there you go. He's there a dope MC. He is very cool. Um, so cool bar on second though, I think. Yeah, he's up there. Dog. When I was a kid, Hiei was that guy. I saw that black dragon. Yo. Dragon of the GG. Darkness Flames. Dragon, yeah, the dragon of the, of the Darkness, Darkness Flame. When he used that. When he Bro, was saying so the cool. attack, it got so intense and it was so long. <laughs> yep. Oh man. His shirt ripped uh, off. So does anyone want to give a give a brief uh, what happens in the Spirit Detective Saga? Like important little notes to know about uh, before we head into the Dark Tournament? Because you pretty much laid it out with the first episode. It's just a just a um, a quest for him to kind of come back to life. But he also meets. I remember. Um, yeah, he meets the cast of characters as he goes mm-hmm. along his uh, Spirit Detective journey. Oh, he's dead, and then. He gets a spirit detective job, right? From, yep. uh, what's Botan. his face? And Koima. Botan, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Botan. Shout out, dude, big time shout out to Botan. Mm, there was something, uh, there was something about the 90s and blue haired girls. I swear. Uh-huh. Bro, blue hair was just a the, thing. That aesthetic too, like the, um, I almost want to say like the, the 80s aesthetic is peak aesthetic. Um, what's the other one? that I always see that's kind of a little more lewd, but they, it has a similar almost vibe. Um, not Ranma half. I forget. Um, Tenchi Muyo. Tenchi Muyo had some multicolored oh. hair. Mm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, shout, out yeah. To, shout out to Honorary Straw Hat Princess BB Blue Hair Squad. True. That's true. I'm Sh- telling you. Shout the out 90s to the, and blue hair. Dude, shout out to the goat that we haven't mentioned yet, Genkai. Mm. True, 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 true. One of the greatest mentors in shonen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, the only other things that happen so other the four than Davis arc the was cast. there, right? Do what? Was the name of the arc the Four Davos or something? The arc where he has to fight those monsters or whatever. No, that's yeah, the Four that's Saint the... Beasts. Four Saint yeah, that's Beasts. That's in spirit detective. The Four Divas. D e v a s Davos. Davos. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. But that yeah, that Gintama arc was in the spirit. Bro. Probably. It was probably a parody of Yu Yu Hakusho. 
um, but yeah, I mean, they just meet with the cast of characters. In the beginning, Kurama and Hiei are more villain or anti-hero esque. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're kind of coming on board. And Kuwabara, all you need to know about Kuwabara is that he can see and feel like ghosts. So he's kind of in tune with the spiritual world. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, the, all and the his love interest. He's the most. Uh, he's the most grounded one. He's the most human. Oh, big time! Four. Did you know? Fun fact: Kuwabara technically never killed anyone throughout the entire show. You Not know, I was actually one. trying to think about. I was actually trying to think if he did. He never did. Mm. I'm telling you. Yo. A true pacifist. Interesting. <laughs> Never did. Okay, so going going into how I can prove this, Kuwabara in the first arc didn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. And then you had the Saint Beast. Was it the Saint Beast? No, no, no. no. You had uh, the Genkai thing, right? Mm-hmm. So after the whole Rando thing, he didn't kill anybody in that. Um, He fought the one dude where he awakened his powers, but he didn't kill anyone. The dark tournament, he got his butt whooped a lot, and he, <laughs> no respect the one for person, the boy. yeah, no respect. The boy got dragged, literally thrown up into the air by yo-yos. This is canon, and then mm-hmm. slammed it to the ground and lost. He almost looked like he killed Elder Taguro, but he didn't. Um, Taguro kind of dealt with that real quick, and the chapter black. He pretty much spends all his time getting kidnapped. Um. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't in the last arc, so he technically never killed anyone. True. Man, he's just a human fighting demons. He's, That's yeah, true. he's a kind-hearted soul. Hey, if a mole buries a tree, Kuwabara is a man. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Alright, so... Following the Spirit Detective Saga up, which is really just a lot of... A lot of setup-y type of... Um... Almost. What's the first? Technically, the first arc in Bleach called the Karakuri Town arc, where it's the same mm-hmm. thing. He's mm-hmm. just meeting all these characters. Bleach uh, also it started like Yu Yu Hakusho too. Yeah, Spirit Detective, so Soul Reaper, similar. a lot of a lot of parallels. Heavily inspired. Heavily inspired. Maybe too mm-hmm. many. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we'll Especially talk more with, about the yeah, the we'll big one with Naruto next time but yeah chapter black chapter black so um following up spirit detective saga we have the good old dark tournament saga aka like dimitri's just said uh kuwabara getting dragged by everybody also one of the best in my opinion shonen arcs Mm -hmm. yeah i agree especially tournament arcs Mm -hmm. i would say definitely one of the best tournament arcs even though i think it it can feel like it's a little too long but we were talking about this earlier you have to remember, like, outside of Dragon Ball Z, this was almost one... This is It's an older series. This was almost one of the first, like, big, big tournament arcs. Mm-hmm. I want to say. Yeah. Outside of, like, the Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi tournaments. Um, which don't become as important after Dragon Ball anyways. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Um, I mean... Dark, the was Toguro introduced in the, the Spirit Detective Saga? Yeah, the Taguro gang was uh, introduced in the Spirit Detective Saga. Yeah, there was that whole uh, Tarukane thing, 
and Yukina, Hiei's uh, oh, sister. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So Toguro was introduced, and he's like, hmm, hey, this Yusuke fellow's interesting. And then he, I remember the scene in the parking garage. Uh-huh. Yep, he just rolled up on him and said, hey, you're coming to the Dark World Tournament. He said, what if I don't want to? He said, well, I'll just kill everybody. And he's like, all right. Mm-hmm. Guess I'm going to the Dark World Tournament. This man Togashi makes top-tier villains. Yep. Top-tier. Toguro, younger Toguro. So complex. Yes. The Phantom Troop. Later yep. on. Yep. Sensui? <laughs> Sensui. Mm. Ooh, we'll get to Sensui. We'll get to yeah, Sensui. We we'll stay on Toguro for now. Was it the one where... um? What was the... How did they pick... Because I remember distinctly, because I like Huobara a lot, his match against Shishi Wakamaru... Wasn't he? Weren't they like arguing about who was gonna fight him? And Kuwabara was like, "Don't worry, I got him." And then goes up and just gets washed. Yep. Yep, that happened. Yeah. The Dark World. <laughs> they tournament like hype it up itself. They hype it up. Like the Dark World tournament is so intense. Not even intense. It's just dense. So like, if you haven't seen the Dark World tournament in a while, it's hard to remember how it flows. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But yeah, that happens. That happens to Cool Bar literally like three fourths of the matches in the Dark World tournament. Because mm-hmm. um, I have a list. Destroyed. I have a list up right now uh, from the Yu Hakusho wiki. Shout out to the Yu the Yu Yu Hakusho wiki. Of thank all you to the, the battles. fans. Mm, thank you to the fans. All the battles in the Dark World tournament, and let's see the Kuwabara results. So in round one, it was Team Urameshi versus Team Roku Yukai. Kuwabara. Oh, Rinku. Yeah, it was Rinku. <laughs> <laughs> this man lost to Rinku. Um, the second one was Urameshi versus Dr. Dr. Ichigaki. It was a three-on-three with Yusuke, Kuwabara, and Genkai. Uh, of course, Team Urameshi is going to win. But that's not a single Kuwabara fight, right? Bro, right, Kuwabara right. literally got his butt whooped in that too, though. Mm-hmm, he did. He got wiped. Uh, so then we have Urameshi versus Masho. One-on-one fights. It was Kuwabara versus Risho. Hey, Kuwabara picks up a win. Finally. So... So no. we'll say he's. We'll say this man is one for two. We'll say this man is one for two right now. Uh, then we have uh, Team Urameshi versus Team Uratogi. Your Uratogi. Uh, good old Kuwabara versus Onji slash Suzuki. Guess who? Guess who won that one? Not Kuwabara. Not Kuwabara. And then we have Urameshi versus uh, Team Toguro, and Kuwabara versus uh, Elder Toguro. Kuwabara kind of won, but not really. Oh, and also in the previous match, Kuwabara versus Shishi Wakamaru, like we said earlier, Kuwabara does not win. So this man. So is that a two is, for four? Yeah, yeah. This man is two for four at best. So. Hey, mm-hmm. but Kuwabara. Yo, Kurama dope. has that. Kurama has some wins, though. Kurama? Okay, so let me tell you. Okay, so let's go to the dynamic before we talked about mm-hmm. the, the Dark World tournament. Yep. So Yusuke is, of course, the. The hothead, I don't give a crap, whatever happens, the MC, I'm going to win. Or whatever happens around him, he's going to win. That's the MC. That's Yusuke. Hiei is the, yeah, he is a big plot armor. Hiei is, of course, the demon uh, turned ally that has a lot of dangerous techniques, but he becomes an asset just because he starts to care about the team as time goes on. He's the cool. he's that good old um, let's get those edgy kids a character. Yo, like. edgy boy, edgy boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kurama, very Vegeta like. True, 
true. He's that, what's it called? He's that uh, Chunibyo fantasy. Chunibyo being those kids that, like, when you're a kid, or the term in Japan for when you're a kid, you think you have, like, special powers. Like, the whole, I have this demon sealed in my right arm, and I can't let it out, or else it'll hurt everybody around me. Type of thing. That's what mm-hmm. Hiei is. Hiei is literally that character, only he's not pretending. Yeah, he yeah he doesn't actually care to. He'll do it. He's like, yeah, I'll do it. Uh, Kurama is, of course, the, like, cool-headed person that's, like, really methodical and strategic. Who thinks, like, a, a layer deeper than everyone else. Also demon. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Very roses. interesting backstory. He's a rose boy. He's not an edgy uh-huh. boy. He's a rose boy. Mm-hmm. Pretty boy. Then you got Kubara. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the man the manly man is Kubara. Pompadour. Yep. Pompadour. Pompadour. Let's see. Goofy. Extremely goofy. But uh, hilarious. He's he's one of the ones that you would never expect to get like a serious talking to from but he's the one that pulls those off really well mm-hmm. yo he's the heart he's the heart of the squad yeah for true sure. true yeah he he's the, the glue mm-hmm. yusuke's best friend that's mm-hmm. my boy usopp right there shout out to I, one piece I, I do see a lot of parallels between them in in like the roles they play within the story not necessary character wise with the with the group dynamic, the ones that get sure. beat up, the ones that yeah, that kind of thing, the the heart, the the main character, best friend type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now that you mention, I mean, it, this, yeah, I mean, this boy went two and four at best in the dark tournament, so this man got beat up. Hey, that's why he's the heart. He's not a winner. <laughs> he's the heart. I'm I'm hundred percent sure he gave a, he gave a speech while uh, Yusuke was fighting at one point that helped Yusuke win or something like that. I think or some event Dude, happened. Uh, Episode one, when Yusuke dies, who's the one person that like rushes to his funeral and makes a big deal at it? It's that boy Kuwabara. Kuwabara. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um. So moving through the dark tournament, of course, I think one of my favorite. I'm just gonna talk favorite moments. Yeah. Is for sure. The of course the cave scene. We got to talk about the cave scene. Oh yes. The it's filler. Mm-hmm. It is 100% filler. How crazy is that? I, It's one of those scenes you can look up on YouTube and still almost just get emotional at. Oh, yeah. For sure. The music and everything. And the voice acting. The voice acting is like the cherry on top. Oh, yeah. Again, golden age of English dubs right here. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Golden age. Um, then of course, so talking about like Taguro's complexity as a villain, he was a little backstory just to refresh it. Taguro was Genkai's partner, literally. Yep. So they went through the dark term- tournament at one point and, and won as well. Uh, but Taguro, who was afraid of kind of how, you know, we humans are in comparison. The demon chose to become a demon because when you win the dark tournament, you can become or wish for anything. So he chose to become a demon, and you know, became a hitman, assassin for hire, all this other stuff. And then, what is it like, sixty, fifty years later or something? He meets up with Genkai, and she's old now. Uh huh. 
they have that fated battle and she dies well he kills her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then of course he wants to fight Yusuke at full power almost like a retribution when you look at it like he wants to he wants to fight at full power but he also wants to lose he wants to win but he wants to know that there was someone out here stronger than him going about it the way that he should have Mm-hmm. It's like a, ah. a clash of ideals type of thing. Yeah, he wanted to be proven wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when he dies, uh, Kawinma said, "Hey, you don't really need to like go to hell for all that time, or you don't need to go to limbo." Is limbo in the English dub? <laughs> I don't know if that's true in the original, but they said, "Hey, you don't need to go to limbo," and he's like, "Nah, I did bad stuff, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for it." And it's like, Very wow, man. Yeah, it's like that's really interesting the way he would he would choose that. Mm-hmm. Very complex character, collarbones for days. Yo, and the shades, bro, iconic. Bro, those are some sharp shades, you know. That's some sharp bone structure, bro. But he goes one hundred percent. Yep. Dog, this man, he's, he's kind of gross looking, high key. <laughs> he is gross. <laughs> when he turned 100%, he grew like those sand armor plates. Yeah. <laughs> Under the skin. Yeah. Ooh. Was, oh. Ooh. Ooh. Yo, that fight was intense in general, too. Yusuke yeah. versus a playable character. Mm-hmm. And really good fight. And he's a playable Toguro character. Con- Toguro convincing Yusuke to power up by, you know, pseudo killing Kuwabara. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and he missed on purpose. That was a very key thing for his character. He could have really killed Kubar, but he said, "Nah, I don't really want to kill you," which is very interesting, if mm-hmm. you ask me. In Yu Yu Hakusho, in general, there's a lot of like gray space with a lot of these. Uh, the way the way he writes his villains, especially kind of who we're going to talk about later, I think. You yeah, know, but most of his world. villains in general, even in Hunter x Hunter, are like that too. They're more gray than black and white. Mm-hmm. Especially given the um, given the <laughs> environment of the world they're in, right? Kind of like mm-hmm. what Demetrius said. Like Koenma was like, "You don't need to go to hell slash limbo." Mm-hmm. But it was Taguro's own kind of moral compass where he was like, "No, nah, I gotta go." Because in the in the context of the demon world and all that stuff, he won the dark. Uh, he won the dark tournament. He became a demon. He became a hitman for hire. Like that's not inherently wrong within the series, right? Right. I think it's more of like his, maybe more of his human moral compass, mm-hmm. yep. where he just kind of he's trying to not kind of atone, but at the same time he just wants to be, I guess, punished. He wants to punish himself for the decision he made. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. I, mean, jumping... I don't want to oh, bring ahead. One Piece into this too, but now I'm thinking maybe Kaido's backstory is going to be kind of similar to this guy's. A hey, hey, Kaido, Kaido's hey. that boy jumping off of clouds. <laughs> just hobby suicide. Yeah, yeah. Just, he just wants to die. Let's, let's keep crazy. this One Piece talk down. Let's keep these One Piece predictions yeah, yeah, down because yeah, yeah, yeah. Viz Media might Viz Media might come after us, bro. Might strike very us. Very true. Very true. Very true. They might they might hear that you're too. Too onto what they're doing. Oh, the, another interesting dynamic between Toguro is that he was a—he's a younger Toguro. He has a brother mm-hmm. older Toguro or elder Toguro, who's also very weird looking. Yeah, he's very creepy. He's Yo, very super creepy. Like, 
Super creepy. Didn't he Some basically? The, he basically got Izanami, didn't he? Like the way uh, Kabuto got defeated. What doesn't he put in a quote like? Hey, that's in chapter like a Genjutsu black. type thing. Was that chapter black? That's chapter black. Well, hey, let's move on to chapter burn. black. Let's go. Yeah, but hey, one more thing We're about here. the Dark World tournament is that most Yu Hakusho fans agree that the Dark World tournament is the number one arc. I am not of that opinion. I highly respect the Dark World tournament, but my number one is, of course, Chapter Black, which we're going to talk Let's about Let's do it. Now. Let's talk about some full bringers, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so Chapter Black is... Okay, so in the previous arcs, we're talking about the Demon World. We're talking about... Uh, a dark world tournament we're talking about all these demons in the dark world and all this other stuff this arc takes place in the human world where you have a former spirit detective that literally has uh basically done the same job as yusuke and has condemned the human race and says yeah i want to open a, a tunnel to the demon world because humanity is terrible the demons more yeah, he sympathizes right. with demons. So you have, if you're going to play on like the moral compass and the grayness that like Togashi likes to put into his stories, you have literally a human, which you would assume is inherently, you know, good or on the good side, deciding to side with the demons, which in the quote of most stories is inherently the evil or bad side. And that's where things get very very interesting and that's why chapter black is my favorite because you ask at least within the frame of the story you ask the question of what does it mean to be human and just because you uh, are human or have seen these things like does that make you good or bad or or is it just gray right my favorite fight other than of course you know the final one between Sensui and, and Yusuke is uh, Yusuke versus the Doctor. If well, you guys remember one. that one. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Because he's literally... Uh, the villains in this arc are psychics. So they can do a variety of different abilities in their territory, as they call it. And let me just say, the chapter Black theme is by far one of my favorite themes of all time. Um, the one that's like, I think it's called Sensui's Territory. And it's like really oh, heavy OST? in the synth. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. If you don't know what that is, look it up. Uh, you will enjoy it. And if you've seen the show, it'll jog a lot of memories. And but, real quick, not necessarily Chapter Black, since you just mentioned music, uh, we've gone 34 minutes in a podcast without talking about how good Smile Bomb is of an opening. Oh, true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's... Oh, huh. <laughs> it's so good. It, it, it should just so be mu- known. It's a so musically, thing. not just the OP, but the soundtrack. Very, very good. The soundtrack very for you, Hawk Show, top tier. Top tier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to put now, it in a context in general for uh, Chapter Black villain versus uh, Dark Tournament villain, uh, I think it was revealed within Chapter Black... Uh, that Toguro would have been considered a B-level demon. 
right? Oh, yeah. Or something like that. Yep, you're right. Which was crazy to think about because Toguro was so strong. And there's A-level demons and S-level demons. And Sensui was an S or S-plus or something like that. Which mm-hmm. is insane to think about. Yep. Very different, like, power scaling was introduced. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and, I joked. Ooh. Uh, I joked early on about this Fullbringer thing. But with Demetrius, I think it's a good time to mention this as well. With Demetrius just outlining the plot, right? Pretty much dude that was doing um, pretty much same job as Yusuke. And then decided to kind of turn against. Do we want to talk about why he decided to turn against? Oh, his backstory. Mm -hmm. His backstory. Real quick, tell me if this sounds familiar to you, right? There is this dude who used to do... uh, His name is Ginjo. (laughs) And he used to do what... He used to do what Ichigo did. He was also he was a substitute Soul Reaper like Ichigo, but then he lost his powers and stuff and decided to turn against the Soul Society. So his whole plot was to raise Ichigo's powers up and then steal it and then pretty much go on revenge revenge tour with his friends, which is a uh-huh. little different. But I mean, let's let's look at Ginjo for a second, right? You have dude that used to do the MC's job. That is now turning against the people that he was supposed to help slash protect. What does that? What does that sound a little bit like? Sounds like a chapter discount, white, a very discount chapter white, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, boy. But anyways, anyways, Sensui's he, he basically backstory. bleached down chapter black. That's basically what happened. It's a he it's bleached a, chapter black. Yeah, wow. yeah. It's Ooh. a it's a poor it's a poor it's a poor chapter black fan fiction. Oof. Not pulling any punches. Some right, of the, anyway. some of his his uh, underlings had the same powers as Sensui's underlings, like the video game thing, or whatever. Oh, the- oh gosh, that's terrible. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> wow. Oh man. Hey, the but dichotomy took of him- like what Demetrius talked about the themes of the the gray area themes of uh what what it means to be human. None of that stuff was covered in Chapter Black or. Not nearly as deeply. I mean, in uh, in the full bringer, full bringer, yeah, 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 yeah. But hey, at but, least it took at least it took Kubo that long to knock off some some Togashi stuff, you know. True. Togashi true. stuff you knocked off chapter one. The whole yeah, concept yeah, yeah. of chill soul out, society out, and spirit <laughs> detective is the out. same thing too. Chill out. We're not talking about that. We're not talking. About that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we. I think we kind of we kind of talked about that before. We it's, we don't talk. We don't talk about uh, we don't talk about bleach like that because that first arc was good. But I wonder why that first arc was good. Saint Seiya, I don't know. Hmm? What? Oh, oh, a little bit of oh. little bit of Saint Seiya, a little bit of a little bit of Yu Yu Hakusho up in there. True, true. Just a little bit, a little bit of everything. But anyways, Sensui's backstory because it is like you mentioned before this little sidetrack, very very interesting. Yeah. So Sensui, so like I said, Sensui was like Yusuke. The big difference is that Sensui was talented. And he was very justice-driven. So he, from a very young age, could see ghosts and interact with them, similar to Kuwabara. But he didn't... uh, They actually attacked Sensui quite a bit. So he knew how to deal with demons long before he was approached by Koenma and the spirit world. Well, what happens is, because he's so for justice and attacking these demons that are, you know, attacking humans and all this stuff... He gets called to a job, and he's supposed to uh, 
the best way to put it is he's supposed to deal with these demons. Well, he finds that there's literally a party, and I don't remember what it's called. There's a party where humans are basically engaging in one of the most gruesome, uh, torture, uh, erotic things to demons. And Sensui sees this and literally snaps. He just kills everyone in the room. Mm-hmm. And he... Well, did he not see a videotape or something? Yeah, he also saw that. So he he did that. And his partner, who was a demon, which is very interesting, said like, hey, yo, what happened? And he's like, oh, I just found a whole bunch of monsters and demons in here. Covered in blood. Mm-hmm. He steals a very famous tape in Spirit World known as Chapter Black. And Chapter Black is a collection of all the vile and terrible things that humans have done to each other and other things um, that will basically make... They said it makes a man turn against himself. So it'll, t- it'll take a human and make them hate human. It'll, it'll turn them misanthropic. They just hate people. And uh, I don't know if he showed it to everyone on his squad, but he showed Seaman for sure. And Seaman hated humans. At least for a while. One of the psychics. But mm-hmm. Chapter Black, the, the concept of Chapter Black is just haunting. When you think about it, because you know for a fact humans have done some crazy things, some terrible mm-hmm. things. So, mm-hmm. it's super know, interesting whole, to think about, especially in like the current political climate, where you're faced with looking at um, things that have been done to other people or that people like you have done to other people. Uh, and within humanity, because you know we're all we're all people here. Um, True. Mm-hmm. And it's the way that it's approached by Sensui as a character in Chapter Black, where on one hand, from a pure justice type of standpoint, and this is where that gray comes into it again, right? On one hand, from that pure justice standpoint, it's like it kind of makes a little bit of sense, but also like the counter ideology is we need to approach it in a different way right 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 and i think so since we has one of my <clears throat> one of my favorite anime quotes of all time and he says mm-hmm. and it's really simple he's, he's looking at the demon tunnel that is being open and someone's yelling at him like hey you can't be you can't do this and and, and kill all these people and all this stuff um and then he's like well you would kill me to stop this right and he looks at the tunnel and he's like that's why i like demons they don't try to hide their evil they Mm. just admit what they are Ooh! and i was like oh wow (laughs) jeez let me pause and think about that but i mean Mm -hmm. so like in terms of political uh uh, i'm seeing a lot of political (laughs) oops (laughs) oops don't worry that's why i got the nani that's why i got the nani edit for the people that stayed around to the end of our other episodes uh that's why i got that nani edit Um, shout out to (laughs) shout out to editing (laughs) um but like it's just a very interesting he he the thing about sensu's character is he just bounces between extremes so he's Mm -hmm. either like literally for humans or against humans Mm mm-hmm 
and very, the big, another interesting part about Sensui is he has multiple personality yes. disorder. Yo, what was it seven personalities in one person? Uh-huh. Yep. yep. Like yeah, it's it, he's fascinating as a character. He and when that w. was revealed, that was like mind blowing because I would have mm-hmm. never have guessed. Never, I never got that inclination. So, because of the way, I would say that it was because he snapped. The manga might have more details on it. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, we've never, out of the three of us, we haven't read the manga. So, another disclaimer. Might be a little project for us. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd be about it. The the one thing that was very interesting is his partner, Itsuki, uh, I believe that's his name, came and said, like, oh, he has all these different personalities to deal with different types of things. So basically because of his trauma and life experiences, he has literally seven different uh, personalities that can deal with different situations. It's a cope. Yeah. Yeah. Like the brain literally, if you read up on like multiple personality disorder, it's very interesting. I only read it because of anime. So mm-hmm. I Shout learned to anime getting people smart. Yep. Making me smart, making me smart, mm-hmm. learning me something. But yo, he's he's just a very very cool character, and I think I think in over the course of the show, you may see like four of the seven personalities. I think four because you have the the main one, uh, you have Shinobu, uh, you have the the shotgun. Is his name not dude. Shinobu Sensui? It is. It is Shinobu Sensui. Interesting. Um, Interesting. So like you have sent you've. What was I saying? Shinobu Kazuya. Kazuya's the dude with the shotgun hand. Uh-huh. Um, not from Tekken. And uh, what was the one? Was there I a woman? There was another one. Yeah, there was, there's like one that's supposed to be a woman, but they don't really show that one. Um, I can think of only th- those two or three. I don't remember what the first one's name was. But Shinobu was kind of creepy. Shinobu was straight mm-hmm. up like the original powerhouse that had like that S rank energy. Mm-hmm. Yo, he's ooh. shout out to Demon Slayer, bro. Shinobu. Shinobu. True. True. But something important happens at the end of Chapter Black because, like they said, Sensui is at S slash S plus level, so he's fighting Yusuke. So how? What happens? What happens at the during this fight here? Oh, we didn't even uh, talk about Yusuke... our man Pew. Pew. Oh, it was Pew. True. <laughs> true. Poo. Yeah, true, true. He said Pew. There's poo. this whole thing. There's this whole little creature that represents uh, Yusuke's spirit energy or, mm-hmm. or his spiritual mm-hmm. being or whatever. It's Pew. It's a little penguin thing with big ears that flies. Dog, I've been wanting to get fella. a plush of that. Yeah. At every 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 convention, I always see him. Pew transforms into this weird swan dragon thing, <laughs> and. Mm-hmm. After and, so after Yusuke dies, because Sensui kills Yusuke, mm-hmm. straight up, boom, mm-hmm. two fingers to the chest, Gaka-ka. and then Pooh, and then Pooh, like you said, Saeed, he just transforms into like this phoenix. It was a contingency plan put upon Yusuke by somebody we'll talk about in the next arc. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Yusuke comes back as a demon basically as a demon form 
he's he's the same, but he comes back with like a demon's more aggression tendencies. Yeah, so he doesn't have yes. a heartbeat anymore. He uh, has demon energy, like all this stuff. So he's basically like a half breed now, because of the atavism of the Mazaku, as they call it. Yes, that's what it was called. Yes, and uh, he he comes back, and his ancestor takes over him, takes over his body. He grows this super saiyan long hair and beats the living mm-hmm. crap out of Sensui. That was a fantastic hey, shout sequence. Shout out to the unwritten anime rules Demetrius put up. The longer the hair, the stronger the power level. Oh, yeah. <laughs> long hair? That's They're about to power up big time. Mm-hmm. Long hair strength is there. I think that's what I wrote. We'll see. Yeah, once he transformed into that, it wasn't even a fight. He just... It was a wrap. Yeah. It was, it was crazy what, to see. And what's cool about that is... A lot of series, nowadays especially, I feel like, um, but a lot of shorter shonen type of series too, will give a character a power-up, Bleach, and <laughs> it won't be, it'll it'll be tailored to helping them defeat whoever is in front of them, and then it won't really be super relevant later on, but this in particular directly helped lead into the next arc. Mm-hmm, yep. And just Which touching I on was it, really cool. Touching on it very briefly, because I have a lot of thoughts on Yu Hawk show. I could go all day. Um the character progressions in Chapter Black are interesting on their own. Another favorite fight of mine is Yusuke versus Hiei. Where Hiei is basically saying, Bro, you're you're acting stupid. Like Kuwabara had just got kidnapped and he and Hiei saved Yusuke from getting killed by sniper. Yo, let the people know why Kuwabara got kidnapped, too. Yo, Kuwabara's being... Shout out to my goat. Oh, my gosh. Well, I can't even blame it 100% on Kuwabara. Sensui was just top-level thinker. He was like the Kurama of the bad guys. So he basically split everyone up on the streets and kidnapped Kuwabara. Because <laughs> Kuwabara was running the wrong area. And his people were just waiting and said, Oh, there he is. Get him. And they got him. But, and they drove but away. But hey, Kuwabara's, his sword was important, though. Oh, yeah. Very. I was just about to mention that. Very. Mm-hmm. So, like, Hiei was popping off, getting mad at Yusuke. And Yusuke and Hiei literally got into a little skirmish. And I can't repeat the exact words. Actually, you know what? I can. Uh, Hiei was like, <laughs> he said, you ready? And Yusuke said, bring it on, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, that's just iconic. Dude, that, that, Yep, that good old that good old English dub sounding too. Oh, yep, yep. Um, Kuwabara got a good power up that he needed. Very, it was refreshing to see. He got some straight up dimension breaking powers. Mm -hmm. And Kurama, Kurama versus uh, gosh, what did he do? He won against the gamer kid. And the way mm-hmm. his power worked, if he won, the kid would die. So he won, the kid died. And uh, <laughs> when this happened, Kurama was in a, in a in such a irritated, frustrated, and mad state that when he went to fight Elder Taguro, like you were mentioning earlier, Saeed, 
He mm-hmm. put him in that Izanaya or Izanaya, whatever that thing is called. That Izanami, Genjutsu. Yeah. That Genjutsu for eternity. And uh, technically the kid didn't die, but, you know, there's very interesting character progressions. Mm-hmm. And when they saw Yusuke die, they all got that big power up. Mm-hmm. That power of friendship type of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's when it works, when it's written well. Mm-hmm. Take notes, fairy tale. Bro. <laughs> I'm sending shots. But we can talk about the next one. Hey, man. Hey, man. Yeah, yeah. So, since we battles, um, I almost said since we battles Ichigo, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, since we battles Yusuke, Yusuke does this demon thing. Uh, his ancestor kind of takes over. He absolutely whoops. To quote Saeed from our video game one, he runs train, bro. Yo, he ran a a rail yard on Sensui. (laughs) The whole rail yard, bro. He got Thomas and friends, bro. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't one tank engine. It was all of them. Thomas and friends? (laughs) I'm about to introduce you to Thomas and friends. (laughs) Yo. That's a pretty cool death speech, too, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yo, comment below if you want a Thomas and Friends t-shirt. Yo, that sounds let's, like let's something... Let's get it. Let's... let's yeah, on the, it sounds like something you would hear. On, like, when someone's Bro. pointing at their fist, like, I'm gonna introduce you to Thomas and Friends. Thomas and Friends. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have the front, we'll have the front say, uh, we're about to run train, and on the back it'll say, with Thomas and Friends, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, anyway, so that happens. And it leads us into the final saga, the saga of the three kings. Uh, but I don't know how any kings are there because Kuwabara is not in this arc or in this saga, really. So false advertising. But like I said, the demon power up directly um, kind of leads into this saga of the three kings because now Yusuke kind of has to find out. Um, what's going on with with this demon side of him now mm-hmm. so i need to drink some more water so i'm about to pass it off to you guys but yeah so like so one big thing to talk about at the beginning of this arc is yusuke is annoyed that what happened in his fight happened that he got taken over by somebody else and he doesn't even know who it is so he decides to go to demon world but um one big thing to point out is his love interest Keiko, which we haven't really talked about a lot. Oh yeah, one of the, I mean that's again that's wa- wife waifu material. Right yeah, that's that OG waifu. Like you know, ride for life that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And he waifu says he says like, yo, I'm going to the demon world for a while. I'm gonna be gone, but I'll be back. And he basically like proposes, but she kind of says like. I'll wait for you, but, like, I can't wait forever. Like, she's kind of fed up. So he goes to the demon world uh, to meet his ancestor, Ryzen, who, very interestingly enough, do you guys remember the big thing about Ryzen compared to the other two demon lords? He was Uh, dying. I believe I do. Yep, he was dying. And the reason he was dying was because he refused to eat humans. 
Oh, right, mm-hmm. right, And right, he refused right. to eat humans Yo, because... Tokyo Ghoul? Yusuke was his son? <laughs> no. Uh, it was like, what was it, the feudal? It was like way back in Japan where demons would literally just walk around the human world and do stuff at night. And he encountered Yusuke's ancestor, uh, a woman who basically said, like, if you're going to eat me, go ahead and eat me. I don't care. And he was like, what? Like, I can't believe this woman is talking back to me. And he ended up falling in love. And I don't remember part of the story, but eventually, of course, she passed. And he made a promise to never eat humans. And he did that for hundreds of years. To the point where it kind of drove him crazy. Mm-hmm. So, Yusuke's training up, and eventually Ryzen dies because he he starved himself to death. And oh, chill for a second. People ahead. on the Yu Yu Hakusho wiki need to need to chill out because your boy, you know, I've been I've been scrolling the wiki because I wanted to see if she had a name, not Ryzen's called Ryzen's lover. Shout out to the Yu Yu Hakusho wiki, but yo, in her description. <laughs> Uh, the description is uh, blah 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 dark dark blue kimono obi sash Ryzen describes her as the most beautiful creature he'd ever seen bro all these people on the wiki need to chill out because the next sentence is she had rather large breasts and possessed a very (laughs) curvy figure (laughs) oh my god wow bro Um, chill out wiki chill out I said shout out to you earlier you guys need to calm down bro whoa 15 Um, yard penalty (laughs) Unnecessary horniness, fifteen yard penalty. <laughs> fifteen yards. Um. <laughs> Re- replay third down. <laughs> um, anyways, anyways. Uh, so what happens? So Ryzen dies. Yusuke. In Yusuke's infinite wisdom, because now there's a power vacuum, because one of the three uh, demon lords had died. They had almost equal territory. So because there's a power vacuum, he decides to hold a tournament to figure out who the next demon, the solo um, demon lord will be. Because this is a shonen, we got to have another tournament. You know how it another is. Another tournament. You know, that's how that's how it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, Yusuke is fighting under, you know, Ryzen's territory. Kurama is fighting under Yomi's territory, an old friend. That also happens to be blind and has six ears. So he can hear anything. Shout out. And, Shout out to the uh, six year squad. Six year squad, let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got Hiei, who is fighting under the uh, Makuro, who is this weird looking, weird looking dude. You would think it was a dude with all these talismans on his face. Uh, turns out to be a woman. It's a trap. Super strong. Super strong. Just the other way around. Yeah, reverse trap. Mm-hmm. Um, the reverse trap card, solemn judgment. Yep, you you activated my trap card. Uh, and they battle it out in this really interesting tournament arc where, when Said was talking about the power scales, you have all these A class and S class demons fighting, and it's uh, a lot of powers flying around. It's pretty. It's pretty cool to see. This is the most Dragon Ball Z esque. You Hakusho ever gets, and uh, Yusuke ends up fighting Yomi and losing in a very like inspirational and honorable way. Like I, I didn't actually think he could beat Yomi, and it 
the way that Togashi wrote it or the way they animated it was really cool. Um, yeah. And then Yusuke, my boy Yurameshi, goes back to the human world and gets back with his uh, childhood or his love interest, Keiko. And there's a big old happy beach scene with all of them enjoying the sunset. Yo, but how how many Shonen series too? Even though it kind of had to be written that way, have the MC lose in that tournament, right? Oh, how did he lose? No, how many have them lose? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it, nowadays you would think, like, I mean, the My Hero one, Deku loses in the festival, whatever. But like in a major end of series type of tournament, you would almost think, based off of current tropes, the main character would win, but then kind of. I don't know, desert his status as champion to go do whatever else he wants. But no, Yusuke lost. Yeah, Yusuke lost. Which is which is a very cool thing to see. Mm-hmm. Yep, and, and Yomi, I mean, Yomi, it's like the last arc was very good for Yusuke in the fact that he learned what to fight for. Because in the, the first three arcs, he's just fighting to protect the demon world. Or not the demon world. The human world. Or his friends. Or whatever have you. But this time, he actually has a whole sequence where he's fighting Yomi. Where he's like, I just forgot. I don't know what I'm fighting for anymore. And as a kid and a teenager, I kind of didn't understand that. But as an adult, watching the series again, I do understand it. Because this was the first time that he didn't have an expectation and he wasn't the spirit detective either in the previous arc Mm -hmm. they found out that he was you know the descendant of the mazaku so he was a demon very dangerous um koenma's father hated that and koenma was a fugitive yusuke was no longer a spirit detective so this is the first time yusuke could do what he wanted to with his powers and there was that really good speech while he's getting the crap beat out of him that, you know, Genkai kind of floats through his mind and he's remembering like all the people that are important to him. So Keiko, Kuwabara, Kurama, Hiei, all of them, some of the people that he's fought in the Demon World Tournament that have turned friends. He remembers all of that and then remembers what he's fighting for. And I thought that was another beautiful scene for me I don't know how you feel Saeed but for me that scene is right behind the cave one if you don't know what that is guys I'll show you after this because it's it's beautiful to me I don't oh it's it's not coming to mind I I remember and here's why I remember because for everyone that wants to watch Yu Yu Hakusho shout out to Demetrius for letting me know this the Blu-rays are available on Amazon, and I think they're still at like twenty dollars a pop. So you could get the whole series for like eighty bucks. And you want it, trust and me. It is, it is well worth buying. I know they're doing like steelbook releases of the Blu-rays that are like forty bucks per. But unless you really, really want like a collector's piece steelbook for it, the regular ones are worth it. I I recently well. I guess what middle of last year ended up getting all of them for like my birthday or whatever. 
and mm-hmm. or no wow time flies that was christmas 2018 i got all of them and i rewatched yu yu Hakusho. i tried to start it in japanese but i watched it in english just for the nostalgia uh so i do remember that scene demetrius i think the highest so if you guys price, want to support that's right the there. highest the highest price that i'm seeing right now is maybe 30 no i think they're 27 maybe 29 29 dollars that's for not bad one of the seasons so i mean it's you're probably going to get the whole thing for maybe anywhere from 100 to 120 mm-hmm. which is the whole series yeah, is 100 and i think 110 episodes so that's like an epi- a dollar an episode which isn't bad at all yeah i mean we're not even talking On right about stuff anime gosh shout out to right stuff anime right now it's 3374 for the whole for the first complete season so I'm assuming similar prices. Oh, Amazon so, is twenty nine. Yeah, I shout. Hey, right stuff. You guys got to get on it. I, I talk you up all this time, but still, you know, if you want to sponsor us, you, you it know, you looks can, like you can. Funimation re released something. I don't know what they're doing. We'll talk about Funimation later. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We'll talk about. Um, this is kind of a good segue to introduce a topic that we are researching. We'll talk about how you can actually produ- uh, support anime studios and stuff in a future episode uh and blu-rays are a big part of that so keep that in mind as uh as that episode gets prepared to be released mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but now we have um in a different way than our big three series and very similar to our dragon ball series gone through the four sagas of yu yu Hakusho. before we wrap this up is there anything else you guys want to want to add from any of the the four being spirit detective dark tournament chapter black and saga of the three kings anything you guys want to add to add to it i just want to say uh give it a chance even though it's an old series mm-hmm. i know some people might be turned off by older animation and whatnot but the story is worth watching mm-hmm. 100% keep agree. in mind keep in mind uh, and this could be a podcast episode for later. This could be a future podcast episode as well. Um, Yu Yu Hakusho started a lot of trends in modern anime. So you might watch something like The Dark Tournament, which is, I believe, the longest arc in Yu Yu Hakusho. I think that's uh, just true. Just looking yeah. at the episode mm-hmm. list, it goes from, mm-hmm. it's 40 episodes, 26 to 66. Um, or 42, however that math ends up playing out. I don't know. Um that length and kind of the pacing or the way that it goes might turn some people off but remember this is like one of the og ones so it's good to keep good to keep in mind a lot of series have modernized the formula for yu haka show uh or that that laid out but sometimes it's good to sometimes it's good to go back and see where it came from mm-hmm. 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 especially because yu haka show is just so good mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah and yu haka show I mean, I can't hide it anymore. Yu Hakusho is my favorite. It's my personal favorite. Um, I've owned all four seasons, like Wes. There it is. And there it is. I'm trying to figure out where I will read some of the manga, because what I do know is the manga has little differences, like Yusuke smokes in the manga. Um, of course, that's not really a good influence thing, so that's probably why they took it out. Mm-hmm. And in the end, Yusuke actually owns like a noodle shop, like a little yeah. noodle yeah, stand. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So that's, of course, not in the anime. But even with that not being in the animated version, the anime still manages to end on a very good note. And like any story, yeah, like any story, if it doesn't end well for me, then it kind of hurts the rank. But this Mm -hmm. one ends really well. So I hope you um, enjoy it if you watch. And if you have watched Yu Yu Hakusho, I don't think any of us have done this yet, but Funimation did put out two new OVAs for Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, actual anime OVAs. One being, like, I forget what one centers around, but the other centers around Kurama and Hiei. So, hey, watch the series, watch the OVAs, get the full experience, you know? Yeah, the movie, I'm not sure about the movies. Uh, I saw the movies a long time ago. And for some reason, Yo. I don't think Funimation owns them, so they don't have the <laughs> they don't have the same VAs. Old, dude, old old anime movies back in the day when it was like the Wild West of English dubbing stuff. Like even Dragon Ball Z has how many English dubs? Uh, oh, before gosh. Funimation finally settled on it, there was Funimation. There was the Ocean, Ocean. dub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, which one is there? One. Is it called the Big Green? The Big Green. There dub? was a Big Green dub. <laughs> Where they call Piccolo like Big Green. Big Green. <laughs> Big Green. <laughs> so it was a Wild West back then with stuff. Um, I remember seeing the ads for the Yu Yu Hakusho movies on VHSs that I would buy. It was like that and Perfect Blue ads. Yo, Perfect Blue? Oh, not Perfect Blue. <laughs> I saw when I was a kid when Funimation was releasing their stuff, I got one and it was always Blue Gender. Oh, Gosh. that's the one I meant to say. Blue gender. That's that's what I meant to say. And it had like some weird mechs. Yeah, and some mechs like goopy looking monsters. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Freaky. I almost kind of want to watch that. I almost kind of want to watch that to see what it was about at the end of the day. Yo, I kind of do um, now. Not as a kid. That yo, freaked me also, out. Also, those Dragon Ball Z dot com commercials. Does anyone else remember those? Yup, bro. <laughs> I watched some on YouTube the other day. Off topic. It was, like, recommended to me on YouTube the other day, and I was like, what is... I remember this 100%. And they'd advertise, like, the weird Western toy companies. Um, not, And this actually ties in because there were Yu Yu Hakusho figures, too. But they were like, oh, whatever toy studio has just made the most realistic-looking Dragon Ball and Yu Yu Hakusho figures. And you'd look at yep. them, they just looked super weird. <laughs> oh, man. But... um kind of that's that's all off to the side kind of wrapping this up Yu Yu Hakusho definitely a trailblazer um we do joke around a lot that like and we're going to joke around a lot more in the next episode on Hunter Hunter that authors quote-unquote stole from the series or took a lot of heavy inspiration but that's just kind of the way it works right um you can't blame authors for doing that for taking story beats and ideas you can kind of josh on them but that shows how influential this series was is what's the there is there's a saying out there that is um what is it mimicry is the ultimate form of flattery or something like that if you if someone Mm, else is copying you or taking inspiration from you you're doing something right and i Mm -hmm. think just from the way tournament arcs have been established the story beats the way casts of characters are written um to have like groups of four or certain personality tropes that happen a lot uh-huh. of it can be traced back to Yu Yu Hakusho. And that's just, again, a testament to how good of a series is. it is. 
So check out Yu Yu Hakusho. It's available for streaming on Funimation. The English dub, that's that's right, everybody. I'm saying me, me, <laughs> I'm saying the English dub is good. So and the Japanese, the Japanese is the Japanese is very good too, but the English dub is like golden age of English dub, like we've been harping on. So check it out on Funimation. English, Japanese, they have the OVAs. If you really want to support the studios and good old Togashi to maybe motivate him to get on to get off his butt and keep working on some Hunter Hunter, um, buy the Blu-rays. Show him how much you're interested in work. Um, show the boy some love. Other than that, yo, yup. Uh, other than that, thank you again to everyone for listening. Little extra, extra amount of time here. You know, this is one of those nice and long episodes for you all to kind of listen to comment below if you've seen uh yu yu hawk show with who your favorite character is what your favorite arc or moment is you can do that at backlog underscore bebop on instagram that is backlog underscore bebop we'll get back to you as fast as we see the comments because we love interaction with all of you thank you again for listening please tune in next time as we kind of break down hunter hunter in the same way my name is Wes. I'm joined by Demetrius and uh, Saeed. And you guys know what to hit them with. To be continued. Bebop don't stop. Peace.